Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I see things a little differently. I am the Slow Chemical. This is your Wednesday show, and we're talking about episode one of Hawkeye, the series I was looking forward to once it was announced. I think we talked about this in the show already. However, we can go over it again for new listeners. When Marvel announced, when Kevin Feige announced, hey, these are the shows we're doing, Loki was last on my list, Captain America and, uh, well, Falcon and Winter Soldier was first. Hawkeye was second. Actually, technically, they were like neck and neck because actually, I was looking forward to seeing the dynamic between Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie. But Hawkeye is like one of my favorite characters in comic books history because I think he's highly underrated. Mainly because if you look at some... And, if, and Marvel, in some cases, have tried to put him over in a really good light. Like when Kate Bishop, we'll get to her in a second, was handed the bow. She said... No, the person that, uh, who was it? it? Was Captain? Who was it? Handed her bow. I can't remember who handed her the bow, but someone said to her, "The reason why you're getting this bow is because you're the only person to stand with Captain America like that since Hawkeye. Like Hawkeye, for him to not have powers and abilities, he's always been able to make his mark by just him standing up for himself and him standing up for what he feels he is right. And so, I've always liked the dynamic of it." Obviously, the definitive story so far in the 50-year history of Hawkeye, the most definitive story is the Matt Fraction story. And I did see it. Matt Fraction is a consulting producer, so I'm glad he's getting some bread off this because they have gone all in from his story, essentially. But this story from Matt Fraction, if you've not read it, and you're a comic book fan, you need to read it because the reason why it's so definitive to Hawkeye, it's not just about Hawkeye. It's literally the day in the life of a superhero when they're not doing superhero things. Like, you just get such a grounded version of this character. And 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 it just humanizes. Like, hey, it makes you ask questions like, hey, what do you do when you're a superhero and you need to go to DMV? Can someone just go for you? Can someone get your license for you? Like, people ask these questions. And we know humans, like celebrities, even have to go. Cele- even celebrities have to go get their, you know, their license, right? But it was such a grounded uh, take on the character. And it's such an important story in Marvel history because of how different it is, how you have Lucky the pizza dog and how there's an issue dedicated to the dog's perspective and hearing Kate Bishop and Hawkeye talk and everything like that. And it's just so, it's just so different, you know, but once again, it just, it's, it's, it's dealing with human problems on such a lower level. It's even more grounded than a daredevil story, you know, um, which was just so different for it. I think it was in 2012. He did this. Um, but I, 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 te- I, I text Jonathan Nestor. I said, man, Matt fraction better get a piece of this. And that's why I actually watched the credits. Cause I want to see if he was actually in the credits. And he is. Cause we know Marvel has a history of, uh, only paying a certain amount of money and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm watching again, these, these, these writers don't own these characters, but, this some this is this, this story will stick with Matt Fraction until the day he passes away and beyond, because it's so just different for what we got. Um, but to me, this is obviously I mean, we knew that once we saw it, especially since Marvel did something they never do. Marvel always the MCU always puts their own twist on everything. They used the Hawkeye logo from the Matt Fraction run, like they went all in on this. So that's pretty cool. So just a little bit about Kate Bishop before we get into issue issue episode one. I find it funny how one. I'm talking about comic books, I say episodes. When I'm talking about TV shows, it's about issues. It's 
funny. Anyways, Kate Bishop, for those of you who don't know, I'm going to give you the comic book origin, just a slight version of it. Because I do happen to have her first appearance and her first cameo comic book. I own, I'm proud of that. Because I actually always liked this character. And essentially her first cameo was in the Young Avengers comic book. And then her first appearance was saving the Young Avengers, essentially. And she's always wanted to be a superhero. She came from money. She has no power. She's just a great archer, uh, athletic, sarcastic, all that good stuff. And so... Uh, end up fighting with the Young Avengers. She ends up like, at one point in time, Captain America and Iron Man tell the Young Avengers to shut it down or they'll shut them down. So most of the Young Avengers are uh, very much dejected. And she says, no, we're going to do this. And she very much is like a Tony Stark of the Young Avengers because she gives them new uniforms and everything. And so what ends up happening is they end up proving themselves to where they end up becoming the Young Avengers. But it's because of her push, her and uh, Cassie Lang's push, that they end up really becoming a, a unit. So that's essentially her, the quick version of her origin story. Um, she is a part of the Matt Fraction run. And also you see that the I like the Matt Fraction run as well because you kind of see the splits between Clint Barton and, and, and Kate Bishop when Clint has to make the hard decision to do certain things that he doesn't want to do, but it's for the greater good. And she can't see that because she's young and she hasn't had to make those decisions yet. So to me, one day I'm assuming we're going to get some Kate Bishop run where she will have to make those decisions, which is going to be fun to watch. So episode one of Hawkeye, obviously we know this is a Christmas theme, six episodes. The first two episodes dropped last week as I record this now. And I just want to go through this episode by episode because what we what I've been doing is let's do episodes one and two. Let's do and sometimes you do multiple. I, I feel like I lose a lot of uh, I feel like I lose a lot of balance with that. So let's talk about episode one. And I've only watched episode one as of this recording. And probably that's how I'm gonna do it every week is just watch that episode that I'm recording for that week or whatever. We'll see. So essentially, this a lot of this episode is based in the origin of Kate Bishop. Hawkeye is in it. Clint Barton is in it from maybe a good 10 minutes but this what 48 minute episode 50 minute episode is primarily based around kate bishop we see her origin we see how she has a mom and dad and uh they, they're living you no know, she, she was born on third base and they have uh some fights were going on and this is 2012 in, in new york the chitari hit chitari yeah chitari hit and essentially her, her, di- her dad dies in the battle of new york where her mom and her survive but when a hole is burst through her home, due to due, due, due to Chitari, Chitari, I was stirring because I knew I was about to say Chitari. I was like, I'm gonna mess this up so badly. Due to the war, she ends up they end up replaying the scene from Avengers where Hawkeye's on the rooftop by himself and he's and he ends up saving her specifically, which one of his, which went with one of his arrows, which obviously he can't know. He's just shooting everything in sight, and so. You've seen the scene where he jumps off the roof. And so that's that right there is her future right there. She sees it. And so she ends up making a comment to her mom. Hey, I need to protect this. This is at her father's funeral. And she says, that's my job. So when we fast forward to where she's in college on the archery team. And she ends up destroying a clock a bell tower, essentially. And so you see her mastery coming into full focus. Uh, meanwhile... You have Hawkeye, who is at a musical. I literally text John Nestor, what the actual fuck is this? And 
All right. And he he has the hearing aid in. And the hearing aid, a lot of people think the hearing aid came specifically from the Matt Fraction run. Hawkeye has a, had a history in the comics of bad hearing. It was magnified in the Matt Fraction run. But he's had a history of that, just for the record. And so he ends up cutting his hearing aid off. Uh, and his daughter realizes it. And I do like how they had to bring his family back. He was so family-oriented. I love this. How they had to, I, I love how this is the reason he retired. But also, you see a lot of survivor's guilt, in my opinion. I know some people, I think some people will call it PTSD. I don't think it's PTSD. I think it's just survivor's guilt. You know, and I think it's, and then his daughter brings up, hey, we miss her, you know, and, and she was your best friend. And I think it's more just survivor's guilt because he has the things he wanted and now she's gone. So, that is cool to see that little touch there, which we're going to have more of it. I'm a, We have five more episodes left to watch. I'm assuming he's going to touch on more because Florence Pugh has been announced to be in this show. So I can only imagine there's going to be an episode where she is, it's an episode basically where she's going to be trying to kill him walking around, running around. So I was looking forward to. Then we switch back to Kate Bishop, where essentially she is chastised by her mother and told to go to this gala. And she's engaged, but Kate Bishop doesn't know that. And then Armand reveals that to her what she's upset about obviously her dad etc 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 so we then end up getting a scene that's pulled out of the comic books for but for different reasons so the scene in the comic books is there is this silent auction hat or this uh, secretive auction hat where kingpin is offering up hawkeye's identity on a platter and to kill him this scene is kind of like that except it's based around these rich people wanting the sword and the outfit of Ronan. Because in the MCU, Ronan's identity has not been confirmed or denied yet. No one knows who this is. It's been, has been, he or she has not been seen in years. So, that was a bit different, which we should expect. Well, Kate Bishop ends up breaking in on this party. Then you have the first appearance of one of the most hilarious things about the Matt Fraction run which was the Tracksuit Mafia. The Tracksuit Mafia in the comic books was essentially this Russian group that literally said bro all the time. It was like a version of Vince Russo, Russian style. And um, at one point in time, they kidnapped uh, Clint and Kate had to help him out. And they're hilarious because they bring much needed depth to the comic book where it's just like, this is funny. We know they're serious. You ever bet someone and you know they're serious. You know they're seriously angry with you. But they're talking and it's so funny, you gotta laugh. That's how this is. So, they have the first appearance of them. They don't say they're first bro until like 10, 20 minutes later. But anyways, they end up breaking, uh, crashing it, uh, the scene. Well, Kate Bishop, who's dressed as a, essentially a, a suit, she ends up getting into the Ronin outfit and not realizing how dangerous that is. And she ends up kicking their butts and she ends up getting away. Now, earlier... You, we are introduced to Lucky the Pizza Dog, who's already got the damaged eye. And he runs away when Kate Bishop is outside. So we don't know where the damaged eye came from yet. We're, we're just introduced to Lucky the Pizza Dog. Now, in the comics, it's reversed. Clint is introduced to Lucky the Pizza Dog when he's on the way home. And due to the tracksuit mafia beating up Clint, Lucky saves him. And they, they end up hurting the dog, almost killing him. And Lucky and Clint you know, end up having a bond ever since then. It's now reversed. Now, Kate Bishop has taken Lucky in. Um, or met Lucky first. Anyways, and Lucky's already got the damaged eye, the CGI. So anyways, she gets away from the event unharmed. 
and she gets back to her place. She leaves Lucky in the apartment. She gives him one slice of pizza, which is not to Lucky, the pizza dog. So she ends up going back out. But when she goes back out to investigate, Armand is dead. So she ends up leaving the scene after the wife finds him. She's in and out. She, the tracksuit mafia ends up saying something very interesting in this. We have eyes everywhere. Who is the boss of the Russian mafia? Some people will say, hey, it's Kingpin. There's also a rumor I just read where we're going to see a fatter version of Kingpin. That's where we're going to have uh, Vincent Dufonio. I'm saying his name wrong. Sorry about that. In a fat suit to, to make it be comic book accurate, which I am so heck if that's true i'm so happy to say it um and so i'm kind of like okay cool that sounds like a fun time anyways but they say that then they say their first bro and the fight ensues and she puts herself in a car and she ends up just being trapped there all of a sudden help comes out of nowhere beats up the tracksuit mafia members and then she gets pulled out of the car and how the episode ends is with Clint taking her mask off, putting his fist up by the punch and saying, come on. And then she says, you're, you're Hawkeye. And then that's how the episode ends. So the episode ends with essentially Kate and Hawkeye meeting for the first time. First episode to me is good. It's mainly based off of Kate's perspective. And we know what Hawkeye's doing. We know he's retired. Um, and just to rewind how he even knows that Hawkeye, Ronan's back in play. When he takes the kids back to the hotel room, it's on the news and it's announced about Ronan having been seen in years, et cetera, et cetera. So I thought it was a good first episode. These Marvel shows, to me, in my opinion, WandaVision started off really slow and it had to because she was going crazy. Loki started off slow as well in the regard of they can't blow their load. You know, saying they can't they can't blow their load all at once. Falcon and Winter Soldier had to start off kind of fast, and even even then, it slowed down right episodes three and four. It got right there, right there before three and four. It kind of slowed down the pace or whatever. But it had to go out with a bang because you didn't have to introduce so many different characters. Right now, we're getting the bear. I think essentially the people we're we're gonna see later on are gonna be like one issue, one issue, one episode type of characters. If that makes any sense. So, anyways, um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, obviously, the the mom has something going on deeper, and we don't know if she's a bad guy or a good guy. You know, we don't know if she's in danger. Uh, Kate Bishop clearly has a knack for getting in trouble, which is similar to the comic books. And Hawkeye is the, the the human version of Wolverine. He retires, and then he has to, then something pulls him back in. I don't I don't even think he's gonna be fully retired after this. Just because he gives the mantle away doesn't mean shit. I am truly believing that we're going to see an old man Hawkeye for reasons I don't know. I can't. I I, I can't think of that yet. I'm gonna let this story play out and watch it all six episodes. But we're gonna see. A, we're we're not done seeing Jeremy Renner even after the end of this. He might be done for a while, but we're gonna see a whole old man Hawkeye at some point, in my opinion. So, anyways, that is episode one. I enjoyed it. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it too. Next week, obviously, episode two. And we'll go on and on and on. We will have a delay in episodes, I think, four and five. Because we will get talked. Yeah, depends on what happens on Spider-Man Far From Home. But I believe Spider-Man Far From Home comes in the middle of episodes four and five. If a lot goes on in Spider-Man, we will just have a... No, you know what? We're just going to have a show dedicated to Spider-Man. And we'll just be back to back. And that's all. Okay, it'll lead us into the holidays. So, 
that is your Wednesday show. Hope you guys enjoyed. Oh, actually, this is the first day of December. So, hope you guys enjoyed December, the last month of the year. Um, and that's it. I'll talk to you last. As a matter of fact, I'll talk to you this Sunday for the match of the month.